0: Hey there and welcome everyone to my podcast dietetics with dana i'm dana a registered dietitian and registered dietitian exam tutor and this is my podcast where we talk about all things about becoming a dietitian on today's podcast episode i'm super excited to be hosting our second guest i have melissa on today not only is melissa a fabulous registered dietitian but she is also one of my former students and i'm so excited for her to come on the podcast today to talk about her road to becoming a registered dietitian her experience studying for the rd exam and to tell us a little bit about her business and her career now as a dietitian so melissa thanks so much for coming on the podcast and why don't you start by Introducing yourself and telling everyone about how you became a registered dietitian.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm excited to be here. So, I went to Johnson and Wales University. I was actually a culinary major first, um, and then I decided to switch my focus a little bit and do culinary nutrition. Um, So I graduated with my bachelor's of science from Johnson and Wales. Um, Then I continued to go to Stony Brook. I got my master's in integrative nutrition therapy and did my dietetic internship. Um, And then um, that's pretty much my school life. And now I'm working at a hospital in an outpatient clinic. It's a women's center. Um, So I pretty much see different patients. So like prenatal women, perimenopause, menopause. Um, And then I also, as Dana said, run my own business as well.
0: Very cool. And before you started in this new role, had women's health been something that you had been interested in before? Is this kind of new for you?
1: Uh, Definitely new for me, I was more going towards like the integrative nutrition, um, as I worked previously at a supplement company called invite health. Um, But I kind of just fell into it. And the outpatient clinic, I liked a lot more than inpatient. So I'm kind of happy about it.
0: Yeah, very cool. And it's always so interesting too. I find with dietitians, there's so many different roles that you can have. Like you mentioned, you've been an outpatient, you've even worked for a supplement company, which is a pretty unique role for a registered dietitian too. Um, And now you also run your own business too. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what you do in your business and building it? You know, I'm a sucker for a fellow entrepreneur.
1: Uh, Yeah. So I pretty much focus on healthy meals. So I'll either guide like individuals on how to you know, prepare healthy meals, like meal prepping. Um, So I'll give them like a PDF of like exactly, you know, how they should prep on Sunday, and then like through the week. And then I also actually prepare the meals like I cook it for clients. So I run my menu based on meals. So each meal is costed out. Um, And you can choose like you can order either five or you could order like 27. So I have clients, you know, ordering variety of amount um, throughout the week.
0: No, and that's a very cool service too. I feel like there's so many, you know, clients who are so keen on having things like meal plans and different things. But so many I know definitely speaking for myself do not have any culinary skills or things too. so really, really cool um, to kind of see you know how you're able to kind of merge both of those together because you know that's kind of the ideal you know personal chef experience to have with that knowledge of being a registered dietitian as well. And I know from when I met you, when you were studying for the exam, that this business was something you started a while ago, right? So tell us a little bit about, you know, how this whole idea came to be.
1: So I always um like had my Instagram account, um, always like posting and stuff, but I never actually started like selling necessarily anything. So I was just kind of like getting content, I guess you would say. Um, And then, you know, as I was studying for the exam, I'm like, why don't I do something more like culinary and nutrition based because I kind of like, you know, I love the culinary aspect, but then I like, you know, shifted my gear to like nutrition, but I still wanted to keep that culinary in my life. So I kind of, you know, came up with an an idea that's like needed in the world, like to just do like healthy meals for people. Um, And so far, my clients love it. I have one client who's like a husband and wife who actually was like looking for weight loss, but like, because the meals are so, you know, portioned correctly and like, you know, you get the right amount of protein, the right amount of carbs and the right amount of vegetables, they were like, we actually lost weight just by eating your meals consistently. So like, that's something that, you know, I like to promote and something that, you know, I encourage people that like, it's, they're not eating any different than they would. It's just more portioned for them. And it's, you know, they have it ready to go for like dinner or lunch or like quickly
0: no and i love that i feel like you know with my private practice clients too a lot of people are under this assumption right that they need to do like keto or atkins or you know paleo to lose weight and you're kind of showing your clients like nope i'm just kind of making you regular delicious food you don't need to restrict and like you said that couple that is now able to kind of enjoy but still also kind of be meeting their health goals, I think, you know, that's a great prime example of exactly why it's important to have a registered dietitian, you know, involved in kind of when you're working on changing your health, changing your diet as well. So that's really, really cool to see. And you started this when you were kind of studying for the exam. So tell me a little bit kind of about how did you balance, you know, kind of Laying the groundwork for your business and then also kind of studying for the exam because I'm sure those were kind of both priorities to get you know up and running and get the exam done.
1: Um, I kind of just like went for it. I feel like culinary is so in my bones that like I can almost do it in my sleep, like make a menu and stuff. So, like, I just started slowly, like, I didn't start selling to customers until after. Um, but I just kind of like you know had my menu set up, had my systems more like had my, you know, Excel sheets ready to go for when I did start, um you know, it's kind of just experience. And I guess like being in culinary school is kind of like a boot camp. So they kind of like prepare you almost to like, you know, just go out on your own and do it. um And, you know, based on like learning experiences, I was just like, I think, you know, I can do it now. So I did it, you know, right after I th- I think I started a few months after I passed the exam. So it was pretty, you know, convenient that I had set it all up and, you know, prepared everything.
0: No, I love that. And I feel like one thing that I run into a lot with my students is there's almost this fear that like, I, I can't do it until I pass the exam, you know, and I think, you know, to your point, that's devaluing all of our education, right? It wasn't that you kind of passed the exam and now, you know, you have some beautiful letters after your name, you know, but that doesn't discount that knowledge. So I would definitely, you know, kind of Same thing that you're doing to all of my students who are listening, who are maybe thinking about toying with the idea of starting their business or kind of, you know, laying some of the groundwork that you have kind of all of that fundamental knowledge to be doing it. And there's really no reason, you know, check, you know, make sure you're following all the laws and scope of practice, but there's really no reason why you can't start the Instagram account, right? Start the website, start kind of building kind of building that knowledge base, building that clientele base, so that you're kind of hitting the ground running um, with your business. So that's really great to hear, because I know I kind of tell my students the same, the same message too. And I know when we met, you were doing some of my courses too, and you had taken the exam previously, what would be some of kind of your tips and recommendations for students who have been where you were before with, you know, taking the exam, not getting the result you want, and kind of keep going with your studying?
1: Yeah, so I think it was like difficult when you didn't pass that first time. But really, like as Dana says, and she probably tells all of you this as well, like, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like I literally don't even think about the exam or studying anymore. And I'm like a several months, like already, you know, past the exam. So like, she's not lying to you. It's like, it's actually true that, um, you know, you'll get past it. Once you pass, you, you won't even think about it literally like, you know, maybe the next day you'll think about it that you pass and you're an RD, but like, you know, once you land that job and you're already working in the forest, like you're, you know, that exam does not mean anything. The score doesn't even mean anything. Just get, you know, what you need to get and then, you know, move on. Um, but I did take several of Dana's classes and they were amazing. Um, I personally love like the live classes because it holds you more accountable. Um, like you got to show up at a certain time and, you know, participation. Um, I also just, I think the signature course also was very great, like very, you know, well-rounded Um, and you know, her classes are great. Even her Facebook Live is really good. Um, and I think you do it on podcasts as well now. So that's you know, if you're driving to work or school or anything, then you can always, you know, listen to that. So I think, you know, Dana offers a lot of different beneficial, you know, programs, like, you know, decide which one works for you. Um, but they're all very, very helpful. Yeah. And
0: fun fact, Melissa was actually one of the first students to run (laughs) through the signature course. So she had that kind of first experience but you know I definitely agree with what you're saying you know especially when you're saying the live classes I of course offer a ton of recorded classes in the podcast but I know I'm definitely a sucker for the live classes you know especially when you're out of school for a little bit out of your dietetic Mm -hmm. internship sometimes when you're studying for this exam and you know you're studying more than once you can kind of get lonely you know on this journey alone so it's really nice to kind of have other people, like you said, kind of a place to show up to, and a lot of the time too, I've seen that make all the difference in someone studying when, you know, they either kind of investing money in a course or, you know, signing up for a live class where there's that commitment too, and kind of that real group of people can be very, very beneficial. And like you said, this exam is now behind you, you know, (laughs) and you're not, you know, no one cares about the score no one cares how many times have you taken it no one cares if you remember the scoop sizes which can definitely be frustrating right because we put in so much time money and effort on this too but especially for any of my students listening who you know are kind of in that middle place of you know you haven't quite passed the exam you know but you have you know you know so much greatness is around the corner definitely definitely keep going because there's So many great things you can do as a registered dietitian right Melissa's working you know doing you know her private chef business she's working in women's health i'm working in oncology. Private practice right registered dietitian exam tutoring there's really kind of you know nothing you know that you can't do everyone's coming in with such a great different skill set, different experiences too. So, you know, there's room for you in the profession and we need your specific unique skills to kind of bring in because that's what makes being a registered dietitian so cool is that people can pick, you know, from so many different services, from so many different expertise too. So again, if you're struggling with this exam, definitely reach out. There's a bunch of links in the show notes too because you have a great community and there's great support here too and you know after being a tutor now for almost three years which is so crazy i think you know one of my favorite things is i meet my students like melissa right as students kind of going through this exam but then i get to kind of you know they pass and then i get to kind of stay connected and see them thrive too so I'm always so proud of my students too. Melissa's done so much great work too. And she's only a few months out of her exam. And I know that it will be you guys soon too. So definitely keep going. And Melissa, before we wrap up, do you want to share, you know, where people can find you on Instagram, your website, whatever you'd like to share?
1: Um, Yeah, so my company name is Whisking Nutrition. I happen to love puns, so that's why it's called that. Um, so that's my Instagram is whisking nutrition. My website is also whisking com, And then my email is Melissa at whisking nutrition.com. So they're all pretty, you know, the same thing, but different a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I love the same thing too. You know, how many different,
0: you know, <laughs> versions of DJF nutrition can you have right (laughs) Well, well melissa thank you so much for coming on the podcast i'll also be linking in the show notes all of melissa's contact information so definitely if you have any questions for her whether you're a client interested in her services or you're a student who's kind of connecting with her story wants to learn more about how maybe you could do something similar please do not hesitate to reach out. And like we've said throughout this whole podcast episode, if you're looking for extra support on the exam, definitely do not be afraid to join our free Facebook community. I'll put that link in the show notes as well. And if you're looking for some extra support, there's also, of course, the signature course. We have group tutoring, we have private tutoring. There's lots of different resources. Everyone, you know, needs something different. So definitely check out DanaJFNutrition.com. I'll link that in the show notes as well. And always happy to chat on a discovery call. But thanks, Melissa, again so much for coming on. And I know I speak for everyone, where we wish you continued success in your business.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dietetics with Dana. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you have a topic that you'd love us to cover or you have a guest speaker that you'd like to recommend, don't hesitate to reach out at DanaJFryerNutrition at gmail.com.